You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Heart of Dixie After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Heart of Dixie After Show. Heart of Dixie. We're back with another new episode. We are in season two, episode three, If It Makes You Happy. We've been singing that for quite some time now. And we've got lots of great stuff to talk about. I'm your host, Whitney Lane. I'm joined with co-hosts Paige Sullivan, Christine Archer, and Michelle Renee. We are excited to get started. One of our first topics, which I think is always very fun, is all about first dates. So we're going to dig right in, talk about the first dates that went down with George as one of them, and then Lemon trying to find her own as well. So let's start with George, shall we? And his first day, he has a new single man trying to get out there and experience what life is like since he's had a girlfriend for 15 years. Yes. What do you think? Laura Bell Bundy guest starred. So we finally saw her. We knew that was coming up from News and Gossip in the past few weeks, and she was his date, Shelby, another blonde. Another blonde. Obviously. I liked her. I thought it was fun to kind of see what direction he would go, and it was so different than Lemon. I mean, she was kind of playing it up like hoochie style for Bluebell. I mean, I think normally we wouldn't think so, but compared to Lemon Breland, she's very off the map. Well, she was from Pensacola. You well, know, she's not, she loves those small towns, but she brought her Pensacola self right in there, <laughs> dressing in that short red dress, which I liked, by the way. I, I thought it was it super cute. Very yes. cute. Yeah, what did y'all think of her? So wait, where did they meet exactly? I was confused about that. He said something about singing. Right. So. It was at that big Blue Bella Palooza. She was one of the oh, girls talking to okay. him at the end of oh, it. Gotcha. Yeah. And so she was like a, a, a lawyer who can sing, who's single in this town. How she did not know that Lemon was his ex-fiance is beyond me because the whole town knows mm-hmm, that. Right. But what did you think of the date? I just felt so bad. I feel, I mean, George, like he said, he didn't want to hurt Lemon and he didn't want to hurt Brick because they're like his family too because they were together for so long. And then to have Brick kind of just like third wheel on the entire date and sit down until the end and then be like, hey, by the way, like he just on my daughter at the altar after 15 years. It just kind of sucked for George being like the first actual date that he went on since Lemon. But so awkward. But, you know, like the tension was building up so much like Brick would not actually tell him how he felt. So he acts just like his daughter. She obviously learned from someone and just goes and makes a big scene in front of everyone. So they're sitting there. The date's going well at first. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're sitting there talking about each getting to know each other. And she's like, so, you know, you just got a relationship. She found that out somehow. Was it serious? She's like, oh, you know, (laughs) you know, George Tucker. Mad. Like, if I was Lemon, I was like, yeah, sort of a serious relationship. I'd be like, sort of. We were together for 15 years. That's like half of his life. The golden rule, though, is that you cannot talk too much about the ex on the first date. It's true. So he had to kind of just address it, but not go too 
in depth. I but. agree on the first date, but I think I would say, you know, yes, it was a serious relationship because it's, it's a first date. George isn't going to be with her, whatever. But if he were to, guys should know better than to lie on the first date. I think if she were to find out later, which she does, she does do <laughs> I mean, because Brick rats him out. I have to give him some like kudos because he went and told Lemon that he was going to go on a first date. I think that's a lot of respect to show somebody. I mean, he should. Mm-hmm. He definitely needs to. And But most of the time these days, guys don't really do that. They're not going to their ex-girlfriend and they're like, oh, I'm going to actually start dating someone else. Mm-hmm. Well, it just in happens. A, in a small town, though, that's very important because either she's going to hear about it or see it. Let when, me tell when you. When there are yeah. two yeah. restaurants in the town, you don't really have a choice but to tell the person because chances are they might be at one of the two restaurants. Oh, for sure. The Rammer Jammer or the Fancy One. Speaking from personal experience right there. Exactly. (laughs) But you know what? I didn't know until it all came out in our small little town. Talk of the town. So how George handled it? Much better than I didn't know until some. the girl came in and smacked the guy in the face that I was on the date with. Ooh. But this is not about me. This is about Hardy Dixie. So right. So yeah. George did well because we all have our own personal experiences, but George did pretty well handling that. Now he's sitting there talking. Next thing you know, Brick is talking about how far away Emily is and how he really likes her, which I like to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's finally getting past the whole ex-wife thing, talking about how he wants to visit her in Charlotte, North Carolina, and then he sees George. Yeah. Who stomps right over there and he just t- pulls up a seat, buys him a drink, and poor Shelby p- thinks he's just the nicest guy of all times. How cute it is that your doctor <laughs> wants to join us at dinner. Come to find out, it's really his ex, soon to be father in law. Didn't yeah. really work out. Awkward. Very yeah. awkward. But it's cute to see Brick also like so invested in this relationship. Um, you you never see him really showing his feelings. He's always like, lemon, whatever, like yelling at Zoe. But he's like super into this Emily woman, and he he wants to make it work, and he's so frazzled by it. It's kind of cute to see him out of his doctor world and father world and like a person. I like I like how him and Lemon really take care of each other, really. I mean, he is like the stereotypical dad. I mean, his daughter's been hurt. He's going to go say what he thinks, you know. And then at the same time, she's kind of there for him like, you know, get out there, dad. Date some new people. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I thought it was kind of good in that sense. I was like, that only makes sense. He's a dad. But then they end up getting in this yelling match. And outside, they get they get kicked out of one of the two restaurants in the town. <laughs> and LaVon to the rescue. Of course. As always. Their anger comes out of love, though, we realize, because he's only angry because he really cared about George. And I think that's a really good point when you're in a relationship with someone and it doesn't end well. It's not just them that you're, like, affecting. It's... Your family, your friends, everyone so many involved. More people involved. People yeah, the get whole invested. town. Of Blue Bell, it's, that was a really good point. No, Levon did well right there, being the mediator. Um, I did think, you know, when he made them like force him to say one last thing, if you had to say it, and George was like, "I'm so sorry," like I'm really sorry. And he is such. He's a good guy. Sometimes I'm like, oh, "Gosh, you're too nice." But I mean, he needed to say that to Brick because I don't think anything was gonna stop Brick from kind of ruining the rest of his dates no. if they happened. Well. Because he, he explained himself to Lemon, and him and Lemon kind of worked it out on their own, and they have this mutual understanding. They're they're both going to move on, and it's better for the both of them. But, you know, Brick never got that explanation. All he knows is, you know, you left my daughter. And so I think that would hurt anybody. And, you know, in any breakup, people choose sides. And I think Brick obviously has to choose his daughter's side. But deep down, he liked having that son in I his know. life. And, and I don't think he wants to lose that. And I think because they're in a small town, he doesn't have to lose that because I feel like they're forced to be 
friends. Everybody's forced to kind of get along just to keep the status quo in town. Which I think George doesn't have a problem getting along with people. I think it's just, or getting along with Lemon and Brick, but really that family is kind of tough to deal with because you saw Lemon finds out about this date and she's like, heck no, George can't be the first one to date somebody. I've got it. we got to have a girls' night out. And then she, of course, is going shopping for a dress and there's George's date. So kind of made her make like some the, different choices. Battle of the red dresses tonight. Yeah. Well, I think Lemon it was the good. same. Was it the same dress? Uh-huh. I think, no, it was a little bit different. The, okay. The, yeah, the Laura Bobendius had like a little twisty thing in the middle uh-huh. and hers was oh, just good eye. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was, they, they were similar, but yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Girls Night Out kind of transitions into that. Um, which was fun. Finally, you kind of see Lemon acting like a real person, you know, mm-hmm. kind of confiding in Annabeth, who is eating her huge cream puff. I was like, that thing was going to go everywhere. <laughs> but I'm glad they kind of went out and went shopping, and Annabeth was there kind of to show, like, share advice. I mean, that was when her divorce papers were coming through, and they kind of had a fun little bonding time, even though Lemon's reasoning behind it wasn't so good. Well, the two of them probably haven't been single together as friends for a very long time. For- Ever. Like, ever, yeah. Lemon, Lemon's been with George for, since she was, like, 15. 15. And um, at, by the sounds of it, Annabeth's been in a relationship for a long time. So it must be fun, you know. Girls night out, partying a little bit. I mean, Annabeth is a little hesitant um, with her ideas that Lemon's trying to brew up. But it's cute to see them just be girlfriends and not the cattiness that they right. normally have. And live together, too. I think that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Lemon on a boat. Yeah. Hey, yeah, good for her. Yeah. But what bar did they go to? It wasn't the right restaurant. Mean, there was a third town. one. So they went out of they town, out. and they end up running into Ruby. Ruby and Cricket, whose really loyalty should lie with Lemon. But in the end, it was kind of funny to see the whole competitiveness come out between Ruby and Lemon. I was kind of interested in that. Yeah. And they did. she did pretty well. I was like, go Lemon. For once, I was like, I like you being single. You should totally go for it. Why was everyone so surprised that she did, like— well, like, that's typical lemon, like, well, manipulative, conniving, like, gonna get her way. So I was like, okay, that's typical was, you, Lemon. I was very it. surprised because she's been with George, like you said, since she was 15. It's like, she doesn't really, or she shouldn't really know how to talk to guys exactly. because she's only ever known George. So I was pretty impressed. That's what I would agree with because I was like, this girl's never dated anybody in her life. It's been George since for a long, you know, when you're in high school and you're 15 years old, it's not like, it's like friends of friends talking to each other and being like, you should date her, you should date her him and then it like works out but when you're older 30 years old you got to kind of like figure it out so i was surprised i thought she has some gumption she just knows how to get her way like exactly in in any situation though so that whole like i'm about to pass out can you be a gentleman and take me outside it worked it's like okay lemon yeah you know how to get your way girl and she does but she does i mean she she got her end result and i kind of liked it not because I like the way Lemon acts, because I, I get so fed up with Lemon, but because I like the way Ruby acts less than Lemon. Oh. I don't like Ruby, and I Mm-mm. think she's so mean and conniving. And she's going after, granted, Lemon's not really a nice person. She doesn't always have the best motives, but her kind of attacking Lemon's spirit and saying, I like to see you lose. I mean, you never, that's like a bully thing to say. That's like a very bully move, and I mean, Stand up to bullies, people. She, Lemon did. Yeah, she definitely turned me off tonight. I was like, no more Ruby. on my. I don't like her that much. But I did like that um, Lemon took the initiative and was doing the arm grazing and got mm-hmm. Walt. <laughs> what a name. Walt. Outside to talk cute. to. Super cute. cute. She messed that, that one up. Tough. She should have, like, actually gone for that one, and then she just split Very it, George-like. You know, the same kind of look yeah. Which I can't imagine her with anyone different unless it was LaVon. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm still holding out for that one. But I, I thought she did really well. I was like, girlfriend, work it. Ru- show Ruby. And I think, like, Ruby, I couldn't believe, though, that she was like, I wanted to beat you in everything. I didn't even actually want to do this stuff in high school, like Spirit Squad and be um, Peter pa- Wendy and Peter Pan. It's just like, then why? why what is your deal, girl? Right. You're out to get LaVon. You're out to get Lemon. She just wants to take over Bluebell. Yeah. I don't and like everyone, it. It's not a power trip. Mm-hmm. At first, sort. I was like, good, new character. Maybe it'll be somebody for LaVon to be with. And it's like, mm-mm. It's a lose-lose situation for her, though. She's, like, coming in as the antagonist to all the characters that we've already grown to love or love to hate, in Lemon's case. So there's no winning for Ruby. She's yeah. certainly not, like, helping people like her, though. She yeah. could try a little yeah. harder. Well, the only person who does like her is Zoe loves her. Zoe's yeah. like, oh, somebody who's not just from Bluebell, who's experienced the world outside <laughs> of what this town is. But other than that, I feel like she's just, you know, burning bridges. We'll see what happens, though, because Zoe does have that, like, loyalty to LaVon. And so, no matter what, I think she'll always pick him. Oh, definitely. But I loved how the kind of the big first dates ended, how they wrapped up, because Lemon, of course, like, her and Walt shared a kiss. I was like, this could be turning into something, but of course, she still has those feelings. Like, she's not over it. What, it's been, like, two weeks? She's not going to be over that. You can't expect it. But then, also, George's walk home. So, I wonder if that's the only time we'll actually see Laura Bell Bundy play Shelby, because he walks home and runs into Zoe. And I thought that was kind of an interesting little interaction because they seem like way more on a friendship level to me now. Definitely. Uh, Yeah, and I like it. I like it better because they never were just friends. And they should have been because he was in a relationship. That's how they should have started this instead of the sexual tension and, you know, the longing for each other. Now they are forcing each other to just you know, be on a friendship level. I think it shows more that they really don't fit as much. Like, that is exactly what would be her picture-perfect guy, but I don't think necessarily the guy that's for her. And it's cool because they can share things with each other, and he opened up. He was like, this is what the date was like. Brick came in, and she's like, oh, no. But, you know, they can laugh about those kinds of things and then move on, and that's kind of how it wrapped up, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. So, you guys, let us know what you thought about the first dates. Go to iTunes. You can subscribe to our podcast. Rate, comment. Let us know what you think about George's first date, about Lemon's Girls Night Out. And let us know. We love to hear from you. So, we should kind of move on to another topic, which kind of moves into Zoe altogether. Because she had a big thing coming up with her article from this guy's coming to do an article from her alumni magazine. What did you think about him, first of all? Because he got caught out as being pasty and not being able to do do push-ups. I was like, this girl needs to watch herself. Obviously came back to bite her in the butt a little bit. I I, I liked him because he he brought in this new dynamic. You know, you're seeing Zoe kind of flustered and trying to prove herself. I mean, she's always trying to prove herself, but now she's trying to prove herself to somebody who knew the former Zoe, you know, and what she was doing and who she wanted to be. Um, But he made it, he made me mad because it was like he was taking the value away from what she does and saying, you know, a general practitioner isn't as good as a surgeon. They don't do as much as a surgeon. They're not a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. When in all reality, I mean, everybody needs that person in their lives. I mean, all of us have our doctor that we go to on a regular basis who isn't performing brain surgery on yeah. me. And so I think Zoe's trying to prove, like, this is a good career. I am saving lives. I'm helping people. So it it made me a little mad because he was, you know, taking the credit away from, like, what she does. But I think it made a nice dynamic for her to prove herself and, like Wade said, find her happy in her life. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah, he, um, I did think it was a good, I would agree with you on that. I do think, though, that it just shows, like, she needs to not be so caught up. But I think her parents raised her this way because her dad's such a, like, an, like renowned surgeon to make her think that she's not living up to her, ex, like, expectations, capabilities, whatever it is that she feels kind of in her head that she's not good enough. And so, but she kind of needs to realize it doesn't matter. And he kind of helped do that because she didn't have an article for him. She was trying to make up that some guy had leprosy. <laughs> Tom, poor guy, didn't know what it was. So that whole thing just exploded. What did you think about the leprosy epidemic that poor was about Tom. to happen? I felt so bad for Tom. And to then, I mean, he comes in at the end and is always basically like, you're taking these anxiety pills because he's so worried about his date with Wanda. I don't know. I just felt bad for him. I love Tom. He's what really a cute. genuine guy. But, you know, he comes in there, he literally thinks he's a leper. Like, he's sitting there <laughs> stressed out to death, which probably doesn't help his anxiety. No, he probably needed more anxiety pills for that mm-hmm. than his date with Wanda. But I know. And it's just like, they go looking to Crazy Earl. So this is fun because I like to see Crazy Earl occasionally. You kind of see where Wade came from and where he does have a good heart, but mm-hmm. his dad's a little bit of a crazy man, so he's got to kind of have that balance. But his dad has a good heart, too, when we saw him burying oh, those for girls' sure. money. So you can see it going back a couple of generations. It's cute. Yeah, I, that's why I think, you know, you see Wade's good heart, but you also see how he kind of puts a wall up at the mm-hmm. same time because I'm sure he grew up with a drunk dad. Like, that can't be easy mm-hmm. to have to take care of your dad rather than him taking care of you. But um, I did think it was funny because we get to there, the, or Zoe and Wade come into Crazy Earl's house, and he's asleep, and he's like... Says he's been hunting for an armadillo. And <laughs> apparently that's what causes leprosy. I know. Right? I didn't know. And then they go out and what did they put? Did they put marshmallows down I to think catch? So. I think so. I think it was. Yeah. And it took like five seconds. I know. He's like, we might be here till morning. And then you snap. Oh, yeah. we caught one. We're good. We're good. He I was know. hoping they would have to be there till morning. Definitely. He cares so much about her. And we got confirmation of that with Crazy Earl. Yeah, that was. We know that it. You know, it's just a little bit more than hooking up. We we had our (laughs) speculations, but and you could tell Earl confirmed it. Zoe was loving it too. Like as as Earl started talking about how you know he mentioned Zoe all the time, Zoe was smiling in the background. Yeah, and then when they're out there and you know he's he's saying things or he's like, why does it matter even if I do like you? Like, you want something else. And then that's kind of like when they catch the armadillo and you're like, oh, they were getting somewhere. Like, he was really about to say, like, why he cares for her and, like, what, why he's talking about her so much. But it was funny, Earl being like, Zoe, Zoe, Zoe. Ooh, Zoe, Zoe, Zoe. I'm drunk, but I'm not crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I love Or deaf. No, he said, I'm drunk, but I'm not deaf. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Right. Yeah, he might be crazy, actually. (laughs) Well, crazy Earl. That's where he gets his name climbing on the top exactly. of buildings so Wade has to save them. Yeah. But I did like that. I thought it was fun to finally see that. And, you know, that's the relationship in a nutshell, though. It's like put up walls, kind of let a little out that we like each other. We both know we like each other, but mm-hmm. at the same time we're not going to actually say it and make it a relationship. Yeah. That's kind of their relationship altogether, I think. Yeah. But he's always there for her, right? Mm-hmm. He's in there, I mean, painting shirtless half the time, and she's like, Wade, what if, what would happen if your dad lost his thumb? He's like, he knew he wanted to go all along, but he was just playing a little hard to get before he actually was like, okay, let's go catch an armadillo. Yeah. I think it's cute to see because he tries so hard to let go of her and, like, not be drawn to her and show that she's just annoying and she's this nuisance in his life. But he can't stop giving in to what she asks of him. And he can't stay away from her. I mean, she's sleeping and he's in her bedroom painting. I think in any other situation, I would call the cops. But if it was Wade, maybe not. But I think it just shows that he he wants to so bad just, like, sleep with other women and move on and forget about her. But 
but he can't. Something draws him in every time. Uh, yeah, I think that he knows deep down, but that's the whole, I don't know. I just, I love them together. They're my favorites. Yeah, I hope that's cute. what ends up happening. Oh, oh. It, it never lasts long. The thing about Wade, though, is he definitely see he knows more about Zoe than she really lets on to herself, like lets herself know what's really going on. I mean, he can read her easily. That's why he's he can say the things like, you put up these walls, you want this perfect light that you've come up with in your head, but there are so many other things that make you happy. The point of the show, do what makes you happy, you know? Mm-hmm. He knows, like, you think George Tucker might be the best guy for you. That's who you're pining over when, in all honesty, she has way more chemistry with Wade, the bad boy of the town. She just doesn't want to kind of give in and let that happen. Same thing with her, like, do- the whole article. He's like, you wanted so badly to show this guy what a great doctor you were, that you were changing Bluebell when the whole episode starts with her, like, yelling at the town of Bluebell, who's just trying to enjoy that good-looking fried chicken. And they're like, what are you talking about, Zoe? This is why you're crazy. And she kind of gets caught. He just knows. She's kind of insecure, and he wants to—he's always going to be the one that kind of lets her know how it is. Yeah. And he reminds her she chose this. You know, she she doesn't have to be there. And so if she's going to be there, then she needs to decide if she's going to be happy doing what she's doing or if she's going to keep fighting it the way she's fighting it. She's never happy, and she's always proving herself. And one day she's going to have to sit there and be okay with who she is and who she loves and where she's living. And I think in her mind maybe she always wanted to be the doctor, married to the lawyer with the cute little kids and mm-hmm. the nice house. And Wade lives on the mayor's plantation and she doesn't want to live there forever. I mean, it's a nice place right now while she's single and by herself, but everybody, I think it comes to that point in time where what they wanted isn't what they need and it's not going to be what they get. And you know, she kind of had that realization in the last season when she had the option to go back, was it Boston or New York? Yeah. I think. And be an, or like be a surgeon there and she chose not to. So, and I think, yeah, Wade does kind of remind her of that when he says like you, you stayed here for a reason because it makes you happy in some way or another. Um, but yeah, I think, and I, I think she knows it makes her happy, but sometimes like Wade said, it's like your parents painted this picture for you of like the perfect life that you're supposed to be living and she's not really doing that. So she just has to like accept that and be okay with it, I guess. I know. I loved how, I actually did like how this episode was a little bit deeper than usual because I mean, if you think about it, everybody paints this picture in their head. The plan never works out exactly how you hope it works out. And it kind of was a good lesson to all of us to be like, you know, quit painting these pictures, just let it happen how it's going to happen. And Zoe's kind of figuring that out too. Wade, for some reason, seems to know that's what life's about, which is nice. You know, the guy that you don't think he really does have the good the good knowledge on really just living life to the fullest. He doesn't care if he plays video games for three hours as long that makes him happy. Yeah. Like you said, he can go change the world the next day. Do you guys think she's unhappy? Or I don't know if I think, I don't think she's unhappy. I just think she's looking for validation. I do too. And I feel like there's a difference in those things. Right. So. I, I think in some cases she's unhappy. You know what I mean? She's unhappy with the fact that she wanted to be with George and she can't. Or she could have, but she knew it was wrong. And it's, you know, when you want something so bad and you can't have it. I mean, that has to have some kind of effect on her you know, emotions and the toll it's taking on her. I don't think she's unhappy. I think she needs, you know, it's her self-confidence. Like, she's not sure of herself. And so uh, Wade, maybe with the happy speech, helps her figure out what it is she wants. And as far as her career goes, I just think it's, you know, her dad is, like, such a renowned surgeon um, and, like, went to Europe and was, like, a huge surgeon there, too. So I think it's kind of like her just comparing herself um, with him, which inevitably is going to happen if you're like doing the exact same thing that um, 
someone else you know or like a parent is doing and I think she just yeah I I don't think it's that she's unhappy but she just has to like accept the fact that this is her life and this is what she's choosing so yeah I mean she's choosing it I think it's exactly what she says validation like she wants to know if I end up since I do like Wade you can tell Mm -hmm. she likes them is it gonna be okay if I end up with them like what will people think it's more of that you can't really live your life like that though it's like she's looking for that answer like for that light bulb to go off or that, like, answer in the sky to be like, yes, what you're doing is okay. Like, this is going to, like, you'll survive if you continue to live in Bluebell and, like, continue to, like, hook up with Wade or date Wade or whatever. Even with the alumni magazine, she's looking for that validation, looking for them to say, you know, what she's doing is good. She didn't just retire in Bluebell and <laughs> stop caring about medicine and working in an office that doesn't have the supplies it should have, things like that. She She's looking for that all the time. She's never just okay with who she is. She acts like she's okay with who she's, she is, but when it comes down to it, she's second-guessing every move she makes. Yeah, which, you know, everyone questions, like, what they're doing and wants validation, recognition for what's happening. I mean, for to, for people to write that she retired in Bluebell, that can't feel good when she's a surgeon. You know what I mean? Like, she knows she's a smart girl. But at the same time, that's one of the things that you just have to be comfortable in who you are. And she's not quite there yet because it's all new. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just learned about this dad of hers that left her half of a doctor company. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever it's called. Practice. There we go. <laughs> Doctor practice. <laughs> Doctor company. Same difference. Same <laughs> we got you, girl. We Thank you, girl. Mean. Thank you. Oh, but, yeah, so, I don't know. It's kind of interesting to find out what will happen with Zoe. I think that's just the whole point of, like, building the character okay. and yeah. seeing mm-hmm. where she goes. Mm-hmm. And so, I think, oh, yeah. oh sorry. I was just going to say, I think it was kind of nice, because you don't really see much of, like, Zoe in the office in most episodes, which is kind of weird, because it's kind of what the show's about. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of nice to see that side of it for once, because the first two episodes, we didn't really see that. And a lot of last season was more focused on the Zoe Wade and George Love triangle. So, I don't know. It was kind of nice to see the, like, career side of it. And yeah, and you're seeing her compassion as well, because she knows how to kind of—she's starting to relate more of these people and be able to, like, help them. And, you know, that's the whole point of being a doctor in a small town, you've got to be kind of their go-to, like, pe- person for advice as well. Yeah. And she's kind of serving us that now, too. A physician mm-hmm. and a friend. There you go. Yes, very yes. much so. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, also, we have some cool new shows for the fall lineup this season. you got to go to AfterBuzzTV.com, check out all your favorite shows. I'm sure it's on there. I know we're all hosting for a bunch of different shows now. I do Nashville, along with Heart of Dixie and Pretty Little Liars. What are some of the other ones y'all do? I also do Beauty and the Beast and Castle. So if you're into murders, check us out. <laughs> for the reality fans out there, I'm hosting the Real Housewives of Miami after show on Thursday. So we got tons of shows. That's why you got to go. AfterBuzzTV.com. Check out the fall lineup. I know you'll find one of your favorites. So let's get on to kind of the last big topic of our show, which I thought was very entertaining, was the whole LaVon and Ruby run for mayor kind of thing. Another reason not to like Ruby. I mean, everybody likes LaVon. You know he's got a great heart. You know he's got everybody's best interest in mind. Maybe he's not running a campaign for mayor. Maybe it did land in his lap, but she's gunning for him, and she's really trying to prove that he doesn't deserve this. He doesn't have the qualities to be a leader. He doesn't know what it means to be in charge of a town, when really he shows her when he mends 
the relationship between Brick and George on the street. That's what being a mayor in this town is. It's not like the mayor of a big city like Chicago or Boston or L.A. It's the mayor of a small town where everybody knows each other and everybody's got a problem. And their biggest concern isn't probably zoning or highways. It's their relationships with each other. And he couldn't answer that at first, but he proved to himself why he should be mayor. I think he was second-guessing himself when she called him out, and he proved to himself through the episode why he deserves this job. Yes, we all know Mayor of Bluebell is no presidential <laughs> presidential race, not that's like, for sure. Not like tonight's debates, which I'm exactly. sure most of you checked out. But. but, yeah, so, I mean, it is kind of interesting, but it just shows more of Ruby's character. She's gunning to get everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. what is up with her? That girl's got some She's issues. She's got something to prove, too. She's looking for some validation somewhere. Yeah. So maybe that'll come out. Some her. underlying issue yeah, in her we'll life. Yeah, maybe we'll see what's going on with her, like why she's... If she opened up a little more and there was like a reason behind her anger and her drive, I might be okay with it. I think we'll figure that out later in the season, though. Yeah. And she has a little bit. I mean, she said like all these people kind of screwed her over in one way or another in the past. Like Levon just like didn't really break up with her yeah. when he should have um, and let her on for a while. And then with Lemon, you know, Lemon was always like better at everything than she was so i think i i don't know i i understand where she's coming from but I, this episode kind of made me not like her right much. it's making her look bad it's i mean obviously levon is no george tucker but <laughs> at the same time it's like well he's not when it comes to like how nice of a you know like i don't know george he's got his whole life together levon this mayor thing do you ever see him ever doing really anything as no. the mayor occasionally like in his living room he holds meetings with like but, the council. but i did i kind of agreed whenever she asked him like why do you want to be mayor like what you know what does this do for you and he couldn't answer and then I was thinking back to times in my head, like when you saw him in meetings with people and it's always kind of like, okay, well, like, it's fine. Like, whatever. I'll like write you the check for it. And sometimes he is a little like complacent with the job. So this will help he needs spark to get a it, fire. Yeah, he needs to get his act together because I would not vote for him if I was a citizen I would, of Bluebell. You would I vote for him. I mean, I totally Are would, you but <laughs> I was going to say, you would love him. him. <laughs> okay, I would. You guys called my bluff, but I'm saying I would also listen to what Ruby had to say because it's not like she doesn't have valid points. He does kind of blow people off sometimes. I'm a little confused because Ruby's whole like, campaign slogan was Ruby for change. What does she think she's changing? Guess just because Levon's exactly. always been mayor, you know what I mean? Oh, oh, I, think I thought she like, was, she was like trying to new. change things she's, in Blue Ball, which yeah. no, I think mm-hmm. she they're is. not gonna like. She's trying to get them to be the um, like destination or the then to make the like it? list Southern of home Southern living. Home. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I something think to aspire to. She's looking to change Blue Bell and make it more of a modern day place and put in modern day ethics and morals I think within the town because that's not what they kind of base things off of. It's all oh this like, like the turtle race that they did or, or things like that. Those aren't important things to most people but in Bluebell that's an important thing and Ruby doesn't yeah. think that way I don't think. But I think she's going to have to be careful with yeah, that. <laughs> the the turtle race. I think they're just running very different campaigns. Now, I th- it's not just like the turtles. I think these people are traditional. They don't like change. I don't know how good of a race she's really going to give Levon if I mean just a small town, like they like to keep things the same. Unless she has some super cool like community ideas where it'll be all about Bluebell and what a great town it is, which I can see her coming up with stuff like that. Still, Levon's like that iconic he's the mayor, you know, he's that NFL star turned mayor who really does care about Bluebell more than just some girl that moved back to town and now she's ready to, to lead the town. 
I'm very interested to see now that we know that Lemon is running the campaign, how that's mm-hmm. going to go. Good prediction. Yes, prediction. Goodness. <laughs> Props to you. Last week, she totally called. You called that out. I it, I mean, I think it makes the most sense just because, like, she hates Ruby, as we saw tonight, and Ruby hates her. So that'll be interesting. And then she obviously, like, even if she won't admit it, probably wants to at least get back on LaVon's good side. Which so I we'll love see. that Annabeth was the one that kind of led her to this and really showed her, like, that's what a true friend does. They're going to tell you what you're good at. You know, like, when she doesn't take no for an answer. She goes for what she wants. Why not channel that into helping LaVon, who's always been great to her, even if they had that relationship. <laughs> yeah, and Lemon really kinda, great to her. <laughs> no, she really, he has. He hasn't done anything wrong. No, she did no. stuff wrong. You know what I mean? Like, why not kind of give back a little bit to somebody that who's who's been there for her no matter what. And that kind of shows Ruby, maybe you shouldn't be making so many enemies at one time because now they're coming at you full force, both of them. And Lemon Breland, I think, is a force to be reckoned with. As Annabeth said, She's you're a force of nature and you, you yes. get what you want. You make it happen even if it's impossible. You, you will it to happen, she said. So I think he's going to win this I'm race. I'm excited because I think it's going to show new parts of LeVon. You're going to see different sides of him actually probably see some drive underneath that, you know, the the kind of laziness that we've seen as mayor. We're also going to see, like, Lemon completely changing. And now you already see her. I mean, it's already started when she's hanging out with her friends more. And I like that Lemon a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yes. We all do, I think. I think she's much lighter and easier to like. And vulnerable and someone you can relate to, because that was the whole point. She never seemed like anything affected her. Always out to, like, get George back or get somebody back not like Zoe. And now finally you see, well, she was left at the altar. You can't, like, come back from that without crying a little bit. A little bit. (laughs) Yeah. So I thought that worked out pretty well. And I liked how it ended. I think we'll see some good stuff. And the teaser for next week as well, which we'll have to predict here in a little bit. But should we get into news and gossip? Is there anything in there? After Buzz TV News. All righty. First and foremost, um, several of our stars from Heart of Dixie are actually working on a movie. I don't know if people have heard about this. It's going to be coming out on Valentine's Day of 2013, and it's called The To-Do List. And Rachel Wilson is in it, and Scott Porter's also in it as well. And it stars Aubrey Plaza from Parks and Rec. Yeah. Yeah, and also... Um, Donald Glover, Glover yes, from who I really Community. like, um, and Connie Britton, <laughs> That's who a good is on Nashville that you host. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when I read about that movie, I was like, whoa, look at the Hunter Dixie stars, like, Working Teaming on another up. project Represent. together. Yeah. Honestly, I love those movies. I know people are always like, they don't get great critical review, but honestly, why not go on Valentine's Day and watch this with all these stars that are probably some, from some of your favorite shows. Exactly. I'll definitely go check that out. Also, uh, Jamie King, she's going to be the October guest editor for The Conversation. And um, that's with Amanda DeCadnett. It's a TV show. It was on Lifetime. I'm not sure. It's pretty okay. cool if you yeah. check it out. I mean, they're pretty in-depth interviews. She did it with Miley Cyrus and Gwyneth Paltrow, I think, oh, awesome. and a couple yeah. of people. But it, there is an interview up right now online um, on theconversation.tv. And that's Jamie talking with Amanda about her meditation. Apparently she's big on meditation, which I didn't know about. So, hmm. Go, girl. Well, to channel lemon, sometimes you got to take a little break, yeah. I think. So that <laughs> only makes sense. That's cool. Uh, what else do I have? Jamie also was spotted last night at an um, event, L Women in Hollywood celebration. That was in Beverly Hills. So awesome. she was spotted out. Uh, she was talking to Robert Pattinson. Oh. Apparently, he was chatting it up with a lot of ladies. You know what? Good for him. Yes. Yeah. You do on. you, Robert. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> do you. Jamie King is married. So, um, yeah, yeah, they weren't talking like that. 
Hopefully not. Well, um, that's good. <laughs> women of L, women of the year, right? Is that what it was? Um, yeah, women, women in Hollywood. Women in Hollywood. Uh, that's awesome. That yes. means she's being celebrated for what she does, which is awesome. On to Rachel Wilson. She um, recently named her style icon. So if you're trying to dress like her, um, you can also channel these people. Uh, the Olsen twins she named, Alexa Chung and Diane Kruger. Interesting. So she said they inspire her as I far can as her see that. Goes. I think she does it differently than them, but I see where she takes things. Honestly, yeah. Rachel Bilson's usually one that people are like, you're right. my style icon. Mm-hmm. Cause she's I like agree. awesome. She writes in magazines and stuff, too, about like her style. I think she's awesome. I would literally all the clothes she wears. Yeah. I'm like, go, girl. And Paige, yeah. you mentioned there was an article in... InStyle. You could... Uh, they tweeted it. You can go back and look for it or check out InStyle, I'm sure, .com and find it. They featured her... Zoe's outfit from this week and Lemon's outfit from this week and told you where they got it, how they styled it, and how you can do it as well at home. I'm not sure how many people are trying to dress like Lemon Breland in this day and age, but if you are, you can find out where her dress is from, her necklace, her shoes. I think the pieces themselves are good pieces. It's just how she puts them together. I like the dress. I think the dress yeah. is great. and the dress is in there. And so, the cardigan? The cardigan I could have done without, but the dress I like. Yeah, we were so, like, take it off. I- Finally, so she does. She can dress well. Yeah, if no. She wants. So check that out if you want to find out. And also, Scott Porter was in a magazine. He's in Cosmo. So for all you ladies checking that mm-hmm. out, first off, he's a looker, so why not? Um, but he's giving you advice on dating. So if anybody's it's kind into of him, ironic, I know everybody loves George. Goes along with our episode. Um, he says. Play hard to get. Don't fake laughing. Talk about yourself. Show up on time. Show up on time. I think Lemon Shirley did that um, in this episode. She's always on time. <laughs> and he said, make the date last longer. So if you're looking for a Scott Porter in your life, follow these are. rules. Who's married now, but just remember, don't fake laugh. <laughs> like, how do you do that? You're just like, <laughs> Oh, if you if you do that all the time, are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, I can't. I can't fake that. He said, just don't feign interest or think something that makes and pretend sense. something's funny and laugh at it because anybody can tell. Just be yourself, be normal, and guys will like that better than you if you're faking it the whole time. Or being so. like Zoe and not really knowing who you are. Exactly. Right there, you go. We have some really exciting news too. Tell us, Michelle. Yes, next week. Be sure you tune in to our after show because we're actually going to have Claudia Lee on and she is Magnolia Magnolia Breland on the show. Look, I'm so excited. I can't even speak. (laughs) She's going to be joining us and helping us do our after show and providing her insight on the show. Super exciting. exciting. Yeah, we have lots of good stuff coming up for you for the rest of the season as well. So definitely tune in. But let's get into our predictions for next week. And now, your After Buzz TV (laughs) predictions. My favorite part, really. Right? <laughs> Except, like, I never have, like, really juice. Like, yours was awesome last week. Obviously, it happened. I don't have any good ones for this week, so it was a one-time deal. Yeah. Well, prediction number one, Zoe and Wade slept together again. You think? Oh, yeah. Strip Halo. Strip Halo. I loved it. Well, yeah. It was kind of funny, but, I mean, better than strip poker, I It was guess. the best way yeah. to end the episode. I kind of, like, walked out being like, oh, that was so... Fun. Like, I'm glad they're playing Xbox together. <laughs> I mean, it's not what you would expect the ending to be, but I liked it. It was upbeat and light. Yeah, it seemed lighthearted, which is what she needed, I think, after that. But, yeah, I think that besides them sleeping together, I think their relationship is going to develop. I don't think George is going to be in the picture for Zoe. I Good. mean, maybe as she passes by because she doesn't know for sure still if Wade's going to be acceptable to her. But I think she's going to go Wade all the way. I do, too. I hope so. I have a production. Yes. Ruby is going to find out about Lemon and Levon, and she is going to be really hot about it. 
Good one. That could be very possible. I didn't even think of that. That's definitely on Nobody the knows about Levon and Lemon besides mm-hmm. Zoe. George. Wait, George, George knows George now. Knows. And Wade has Brick to know. knows. Mm-hmm. He does? No, Brick doesn't Who's know. It? Oh, yes, yeah. she told him she, she confessed She told to him, him that she cheated. So it's just kind of, well, people kind of, know. It's not, the I whole think town doesn't know. I saw, because the preview for next week, they were kind of like hanging out a little bit, so... And we also discussed, like, last week, I think, how they could develop a new relationship that the town will think is a new relationship. Right. But I think that Ruby's going to find out about their old relationship. And, and that's like, going right. to make and her hate both yeah, of them even right. more. And she already has this, like, vendetta against Lemon. And I think it's going to be, like, even more of a competition because we kind of think that she may still have feelings for Levon. And conveniently, when Ruby's not running for mayor and then Levon's running Levon's campaign, she'll have some ammo against her. So. Yes. Well, and obviously something's happening yeah, with the previews. birth control. <laughs> that, or the birth, uh, uh, the, well, the pregnancy test. Pregnancy, pregnancy test. Pregnancy. Lord She's going the opposite way. <laughs> <laughs> Today has been Prevention. one of those doctor company. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so that should be kind of crazy because then doesn't Zoe say something out loud that Ruby overhears? Did yeah. Levon mm-hmm. get arrested? Was um, that yeah. a, for shoplifting, and then Ruby, like, immediately looks. So she's going to try to pull off anything she can. Exactly. Well, thanks so much for joining us this week for Season 2, Episode 3. We're going to be back next week with Claudia, Claudia Lee. Lee. Yes, Magnolia. So it'll be a really cool show. Um, you can catch us at AfterBuzz TV. Also, if you want to follow us individually on Twitter, I'm at WhitneyLane1118. And I'm at Paige Sell. At C. Archer. And at Michelle Renee, L.A. Lots of good stuff. We can't wait to see y'all next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 